This is According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell, McPherson's sports talk show. You rotten bums! You overpaid winners! Listen Monday through Friday from 12.30 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. Left side throw, and it's broken up in the end zone! Broken up in the end zone! Knocked down by Brashad Breeland! The Chiefs hold on down! According to Jim is your home for the McPherson Bullpup. Crossover move, great move. Grace Pyle, left-handed finish is perfect. Everything happening in the sports world. Michelangelo, this is the day he died in 1564. Oh my gosh. Michelangelo, thank you so much. And even some things not happening in the sports world. Let's pack the place. Yeah. Come on. Why can't we pack the place? Steve's going to challenge it's people for the again. Kids. It's for the kids. Now it's time for According to Jim. Here's Jim Joyner and Steve Sell. Let's do this thing. Another edition of According to Jim right here on 96.7 FM KBBE. Or for those of you listening online, worldwide, at midkansasonline.com. I'm Jim Joyner. Joining me as always, the most popular man in the entire city of McPherson. The man in red, not Santa Claus, Mr. Steve Sell. Steve, good afternoon. Good afternoon. I thought you were talking about my nose. I thought you were going to say, ho, ho, ho. No. I thought you were talking about my nose being red. No, the man in red. You have a red shirt on. I do have a red shirt on. Comparing you to the larger man in red. Yeah. Santa Claus. Chris Kringle. Old St. Nick. We always try to wear our red when we go to broadcast a game. That's true. we got to represent. That's right. Steve, how tall do you think Santa is? Santa? Yeah. If you were going to guess, because everybody always says he's a big guy. Big belly. Well, he's a... I'd say six foot. Really? Yeah. See, I, I envision more of a towering presence from Santa. Not like a 6'8". No. But I envision more of a, I don't know, 6'3", 260, I don't see him that big. So what, if he's 6 foot, how much are you thinking he weighs? 250. Wow, that's a big 6 foot guy. Yeah. I'm thinking 6'3", 260. I think he's wide. I, I'm, I'm calling him some more strength. Well, Just I, kind of a burly Santa. I, I, think, I think he's wide. That's sort of mean. <laughs> I think you should be nicer to jolly old St. Nick. Because maybe maybe the reason that I'm all thrown off is because he lives at the North Pole with... Mrs. Claus. Well, the other people that live there. The reindeer. The other people that live there. The elves. There you go. And what are elves? Smurfs. Well, they're not tall. Right. So maybe because he is a normal-sized person... And the elves are all much, much smaller. Maybe that just gives me the perception that he is taller. Well, I don't. I don't think he's six three. So you just think he's a flat six foot. I think we need to ask the kids. Well, they don't know. They just know he's going to come down the well, chimney here in a true. few days. I'm sure little dude probably knows how big he is. I, well, you don't really see him. Yeah. But he sees you when you're yeah, sleeping. That's right. He knows when you're awake. That's right. Oh, what a great start to the show, Steve. We're feeling good. <laughs> Santa Claus in the house. Well, he was in the house on Tuesday yes, night. He we was. missed him. Cookies with Santa. Steve, I know that you're kind of an old-fashioned guy. Is that okay to say? I'm very old-fashioned. I think you do some things old-fashioned. Did you send your Christmas list to the North Pole? I did not. Your Santa letter? I did not. Well, I thought that's what you always did every year. I I didn't. This, normally, I do a column where I have a Christmas, but I did a little different Christmas column today. Okay. Today was my, I, I talked about Christmases of when I was a kid. Now, you got to remember, 
That's a long time ago. What, 1930s? Well, was the Great uh, Depression still no, going no, on? No, no, Oh, you were through the Depression? No, but I, you know, I World was... World War II? I, I was just, I was out of World War II. Oh, good. I'm so, glad you made it. You know, in the 60s. Oh, yeah. I was, I was a kid in the 60s. Did you get some oranges in your stocking? Oranges? Yeah, that's what my mom always said that she got. Never. Because that wasn't just like a standard thing you go and get at the grocery store. I mean, it was a big deal. No. When Grandpa Jim, or my Grandpa Jim, her dad Jim... Came in with some oranges. Well. A little citrus. Didn't didn't have any oranges, that's for sure. What else did you get? I want to learn a, about your old-time Christmas. Well, read my column today. Well, I want to get a little teaser for it. Well. we got to get people over I, there. I just, I just talked about how, you know, we used to go to my uh, grand... We had, of course, both the grandparents lived in the same town, but one was in town, one was... Gerard. Yeah, Gerard, Kansas. Uh, my dad's parents lived in town. They lived on the biggest old house in Gerard... The house was born in the eight or born. It was born. It was built in the eighteen. <laughs> that house was birthed. It was built in the eighteen hundreds. It was just to me, it was huge. Now I'm sure it's not that big. Remember when when I was like six or seven, that house seemed like it was a it was a mansion, and and the and the front yard was like I said, this must be what a football feels. But but I'm sure now if I drove by the house, I haven't been. There's by, probably a Walmart there now. I, I haven't. I haven't. I, I doubt it. I haven't been to Gerard probably in about thirty five years. Um. I know that when we went to my mother's funeral, we kind of went through Gerard and just kind of looked at it. And, and the house, uh, it's still, it was still there in 1995. So there I, don't, you go. I don't know if it's still there now, but it was one of the, everybody knew the house on the corner at Summit Street. That was, that was right next to the funeral home. Everybody knew the funeral home. It was the only funeral home in, in Gerard. So we would spend Christmas Eve there. My five, uh, my three cousins, me and my sister, and then my parents and then my cousin's parents and then all the grandparents. And then we, then we'd go out to the farm Ooh. where my mom's, you know, where my mom, uh, par- mom's parents, where lived. the Italians were, the Italians were, and you could take, pro- you could have taken their house and probably put it in the, in the great room of the cell house in Gerard. That's how small their house was. But then you had all the, you had all the Tabaneros out there. You had Giuliano, Albino, Ernesto, you know, and Steve and Steve. Yeah. <laughs> um, my, my grandmother was an Italiano. And uh, that came from the old country. What was her name? What, what was her name? I can't remember. I'm c- coughing. Giovanna Domenica Tabanero was her given name. There you go. Yeah. So anyway, uh, we would have ravioli for Christmas, and hot rolls, and of course uh, the Italianos. It, it started out as a kind of a muffled roar, and then it was just scream. People tried to talk over each other. You know, Uncle Uncle Rico. You know, he oh, he, sure. he just sat there and put his head, hands over his ears because Uncle Rico just didn't like all the noise. Giuliano was the guy that was really loud, though. My Christmases were always. I don't have any traditions. Yeah. Because my family's weird. I don't mean that in a bad way, but we have a lot of people to go see. And the other thing is that we always lived very far away. Mm-hmm. We lived in Kansas City, while the rest of the family is in Arkansas. And I have like five hundred grandparents. And so we had to go to, well, I had four. Okay. No, I had five living while I was alive, right. while I was a kid. Okay. Three different households to I have see. to go to. Okay. So we had to bounce around all over the place. Some years we'd go and spend some time in Fort Smith. Sometimes we'd go to Hot Springs. Sometimes we'd stay home. Sometimes we'd just drive to four or five different places. Yeah. It, we never really had like a standard theme. And we did this on Christmas Eve, and, boy, and then and we see, did this on we, Christmas Day. We were Day. just the opposite because you knew, you knew you were going to the big house on Friday. You knew you were going to the or on, on Christmas Eve. 
you're going to the farm on Christmas Day. You knew you were going to go to church on Christmas Eve. It just depended if you went to the church in town or you went to Midnight Mass in Frontenac. So, uh, you know, we always went to church. That's a haul over to Frontenac. It's not that far. It's like at midnight. Well, in the '60s, driving on those roads, it was about it was about 15 minutes, probably. It's a haul. Well, it's a lot of work over there. Well, but but uh, no, but uh, you know, my grandparents, uh, my mom's folks, they moved to Frontenac across the street from the. They were Catholic and lived in the Catholic church across the street. I think everybody and in the, Frontenac is. And the only reason they bought that house. Because my grandma and grandpa wanted to be close to church where they could just walk across the street and go to church. Well, then they certainly, spiritual. They were spiritual people. They certainly accomplished that. Yeah. Yeah, we never really had that definite tradition. Like I mentioned, we, we were kind of weird. We yeah. bounced in and out of places. Yeah. And, and it's still the same way. Thanksgiving, we're weird. We don't ever know what we're going to do. I'm sure that our family just thinks that we're the weird ones. Yeah. That they just go, oh, those joiners. <laughs> maybe maybe they'll be here for five minutes. Yeah. Maybe they'll nestle in. Well, we were we were the old traditional Christmas, and I think we started going to Girard. At least I can remember clear back to like 1963, and then I think we went there till about 19. I want to say about 1990, because then my grand one by one my grandparents started passing away, and we had like two in within six months, and then my mom and my Grandma, they passed away within like four months of each other. I know more talking about dying, Steve. Well, this I'm, is a I'm, fun show. I'm just trying. We're reliving I'm the just, good Christmas memories. I'm just memories. trying to give you context. We got to have that context. Yeah. The only real Christmas tradition, I guess, that we have had is we go see a movie on Christmas Day. Yeah. You ever go see a movie on Christmas Day? No. You'd be surprised that there, there are, are just hundreds and hundreds yeah. of people there. Well, I guess you know I have a new Christmas tradition now. I go to Lawrence to my sister's. And her kids are in charge of the Christmas, and apparently we're going to do trivia. Ooh. Yeah. You gonna, got this. Yeah, we're going to do trivia. You've been prepared. Yeah, so anyway, I, I kind of got the itinerary today. President number 14. President number 14 would be, uh, let's see, Franklin Pierce. Oh, easy money. Yeah. You got it. Right after Millard Fillmore. Oh, I love Millard. Yeah. What a great guy. Yeah. So any other things you've got planned for Christmas, Steve? I really don't. I'm off all next week. I'm actually going to play some golf on Sunday. There you go. It's supposed to be like 64 degrees. We got the big game going on. I Sunday. think you should play some golf in Lawrence. Uh, probably not. It's too expensive to play. It costs, <laughs> well, that's what I knew. It you costs were a say. lot of money to play golf in Lawrence. So uh, no, you know, I, I've talked about moving to Lawrence. You know, after I retire, but I think uh, you've got 10 or 20 years left, though. When you retire, you won't even. Whenever you retire, you won't even be capable of golf. You'll just be ten. I think it's more like ten or twenty minutes. You'll just be a small little man that that can't (laughs) swing the club. He's just shaking and tired. I I think I can still hit at two hundred when I'm seventy. No, I bet you can, but you'll still play from the blue tees. I will because my ego won't let me do otherwise. All right, Steve. Let's take our first break. When we come back, bullpups on the road at Winfield tonight. Long trip. Long trip. We'll talk about that next. You're listening to According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmers State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. 
On this afternoon's According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE, Steve Sell's favorite Christmas song, Blue Christmas by Elvis, which he didn't know existed until right now. <laughs> Come on, Steve. Anyway, making our way down to Winfield tonight. Right. Bullpups taking on the Winfield Vikings' final game of the first semester. It's a weird day. You're getting ready for the holiday break. It's a Friday. You're finishing up some final exams. You just finished your entire week probably cramming and studying at the last second to try and ace all these tough, tough yeah. finals. And then you take this big exhale. You go, okay, first semester's done, but we still have a basketball game. That's and right. you still have to go all the way down to Winfield and still have to play a game. That's what I think makes this trip the most difficult tonight. It really is. It's From a mental standpoint, you look at the McPherson boys. They have played four high-stress games to start the season. And now you play a Winfield team that did, you know, they they did win their last game. Uh, it's the only game they've won so far. But well, and the crazy thing about that game, They were Steve, down 17. They were down by 17 points in the second half. Right. And they were down by, like, 12 with three minutes left. Yeah. And then they just started making shot after shot after shot. So the Winfield boys are 1-2. and two. Winfield girls are 2-1. and one. Both teams have played Arc City, Clearwater, and El Dorado. They were both swept by Clearwater. They both beat El Dorado, and then they split with Arc City, beating the girls won 61-27. Can you say tissue soft schedule? Because that is not a very – I don't think Clearwater, Arc City, and El Dorado stack up to Derby and over Central and over in Bueller. So the Bullpups have that going for them. Um, traditionally, the Bullpups really – shoot the lights out down at Winfield. They they've won they've put up some big points in years past down at Winfield. I think in the girls game, Winfield will be competitive though. Yeah. Just because Coach Vin John really does a good job down there. And I had a chance to talk with him he earlier. Doesn't, this he week. doesn't have a lot to work with. He's got maybe two players that could probably play in the Bullpups' rotation. Then I'm not sure really any of his other players would be in the top seven or eight players for the Bullpups. But they got two girls that are pretty good. But it's all about it's all about focus. I think if the Bullpups just come out, play with the focus in the first quarter they played against Bueller, I think this game will be pretty well decided by halftime. The boys game, Winfield does not have a lot of size. It could be a big night for the big man, Cody Stuffelbean. He is going to have his way inside. I know they don't have anybody with the explosiveness of Seth Madron. And I think Cooper Courtney is going to be a really tough matchup problem because he's going to have a guy about four or five inches shorter on him. Don't be surprised if Winfield plays some zone in the boys game, but uh, I look for the Bullpups to go down, take care of business, and go into the holidays. One thing that I know for sure on the girls' side, and it's a, a staple of McPherson's program and a staple of any good program, no matter what the circumstances are, when you are playing an opponent that has a good player, like Winfield does and Emily Randall, who was first team all-league last year, right. Where you win games is if you can shut down another team's really good player. That's right. And that is one thing that Coach Strathman's coaching staff and his players execute really well. Emily Randall, who averages about 16 points per game over her last two years, well, she's averaging about seven whenever they play the bullpups. Right. Because they do a great job at executing against other teams' best weapons. Finding ways to make other people beat you and that's one thing that both of these teams, I think, do really well at. And, and you know, I talked about Winfield's schedule, McPherson's schedule. I think there's where the Bullpups have a big advantage because it's going to be a shock for the Winfield girls to see the kind of pressure the Bullpups bring. They haven't had to face, 
you know, that quality of pressure. And it is a real shock at the start of a game. And that if the Bullpups come out, you know, and play like they have been, this game could be over real quick. Did you know that McPherson has played Winfield more than any other but just two opponents? It's the third wow, most games they've played against I a single opponent. I had no opponent. idea. I, I would have never thought that. I would think Newton and Hutchinson have to be the Those first Those are the two. top two. But and then Winfield is three. I know I know. Uh, since I've been here, I think you can almost count on the number on one hand the number of times Winfield's beaten McPherson girls because it hasn't happened very often. The McPherson girls are 69-7 and seven, okay. all-time against Winfield as Steve has a Excuse brain me. explosion over yeah, there. Yeah, my face exploded. The Winfield boys are 6-75 and 75 against McPherson all-time. Do you know what the active winning streaks are? I don't. The McPherson girls have just won a few in a row, 45 in a row. That's all? Since 1994. And okay. remember that McPherson and Winfield... Since 1994? Have, yes. Okay, oh, that's right. They play twice a year. Okay. Remember, they all have pretty much played twice a year. There's a few years where they were not in the same league and just played once a year. Right. But they've pretty much played twice a year for the last 30 years. Right. And then on the boys' side, they've won 47 in a row. And I think I remember that game that they lost before 1993 they on the road at Winfield. Okay, now that, that wasn't the game I was thinking of. I was thinking of the Sandifar game in 1986 or maybe, but uh, or 1985. But uh, no, it's it's really been, if you're Winfield, you know, their fans, I'll give their fans credit. They come out and boy, they really don't like McPherson. They don't like the fact that they never beat McPherson almost. And they really let the, they, they let the Bullpups have it with both barrels. I remember when Mike Henson was the coach, they were unmerciful to him. I, I don't think he ever heard it, but, of course, I was sitting down where I could hear it, and I was going, man, you guys got you guys got to chill, you know. They just they just did not like Mike at They're going to take it out on you tonight. They could. Well, Kurt Caden will be there, our friend Kurt Caden. That's true. He can protect me. Maybe Jukebox Joey. Yeah. <laughs> Joey Sprinkle. He'll find a way to protect That's you. That's right. Sports writer at the uh, Arc City Winfield – Whatever it's called now that they've combined the two newspapers. Cali County News Traveler. Traveler, Courier. Some, whatever. Yeah. A lot of names. Yeah, a lot of names. We have a lot of names too. Yeah. KBBE, KNGO, Mid Kansas Radio, Davies Communications. There you go. Mid Kansas Online. That's right. It's very confusing. Oh, I'm, my, makes my head explode. Mid Kansas Sports Magazine. Yeah. We're all the same thing. Yeah. Steve, let's take one more break. You're listening to According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmer State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM, KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. Wrapping up today's According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. Do you like that song, Steve? I couldn't hear it. I'll let you listen to it for a minute. You like that one? Yeah. Rocking Around the Christmas Tree. Sure. Brenda Lee. There you go. Brenda. I think it might be my favorite Christmas song. Huh. It starts to, they start to say, you will get a sentimental yeah, I, feeling yeah, when you hear. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard that. You've heard it before? Yeah, yeah good. I'm yeah. proud of you, Steve. Yeah. All right. Big week coming up. Big weekend coming up. NFL Week 16. That's right. Chiefs on Sunday night. That's right. At Soldier Field. 
Is your confidence level still sitting at 7.5 out of 10? Maybe even 8. Wow. Yeah. You're moving on up. I am. To I, the east side. I have, I have a good feeling about the Chiefs this week. What about the rest of the NFL? Patriots-Bills. That's the big one that everybody's keeping their eye Where's on. Where's it at? I it should be in New England because whenever they played in that really ugly game, it was no, at Buffalo. There's no way the Patriots lose two in one season at home in December. It won't happen. Patriots win that one. You sure? Yeah. You feel really good about that? I feel really good about that. Scale of 1 to 10. I 7.3. Ooh, wow. Yeah. Wow, you're really, Seven and a really third. feeling good. 7 and a third. See, something tells me that Buffalo, this is their big game. That this is going to give them a chance to say, hey, everybody, we are here to stay. Josh Allen, all over I don't know. I watched I think against, it's more the Buffalo defense I that gives them, them a chance. I watched them against Pittsburgh. I'm sorry. I just wasn't very well, good. Well, they won at Heinz Field. Yeah, but it was all due to their defense. Their offense isn't very good. That's why I think, I think this Buffalo defense is going to give New England problems like it did the first time. Yep, that's very, that could be very well true. But I think, I think the uh, Patriots – We'll do some tinkering. They've done some tinkering this week, and yeah, they'll get it. Done. I'm sure they've, they've done got, something. They've got yeah. some va- videotaping. Well, I don't know. I have no idea. They've probably done something to yeah. get ready. Sneaky, yeah. Gone into Josh Allen's personal cell phone and hacked into it and figured out the playbook. Could have. They could find something to do. Yeah. Steve, because we will not be here next week. That's right. No shows. No shows next week. I need to get your final prediction on how you think the AFC playoff picture, how it's going to look, what the matchups are going to be. One, two, three, four, five, six. Baltimore, one. Okay. New England, two. Okay. Kansas City, three. Okay. Houston, four. So you're thinking the Texans are going to hold on. Buffalo's five. And I think Pittsburgh gets six. So you think that Tennessee isn't going to make it? I don't think Tennessee's going to make it. Okay. That's probably a pretty good selection. Right. And if you're a Chiefs fan... Man, Big. Pittsburgh is a way better matchup than Tennessee. Yeah, definitely. You'd rather play Pittsburgh than Tennessee. Pittsburgh doesn't even know which one of its bad quarterbacks it should uh, be using. Their quarterback plays bad. You've either got Duck mm-hmm. or Mason Rudolph, who's been hit so many times over the head this year that I don't know if he can see straight. Yeah. So, yeah. But, you know, what would really help is if Buffalo beats New England. Oh, man. That would really, really help the Chiefs. Then it really gets some things into motion. It does. Steve? They get a bye. Yeah, that'd be huge. Yeah, I think it's Baltimore, KC. And you don't have to go on the road. I think it's going to be Baltimore and KC anyway in in playing for the championship in Baltimore. Your Kansas Jayhawks, Steve, this weekend in the city of brotherly love. They lose. You think they're going to lose to Villanova? J.R.E. is going to get it done. Jeremiah Robinson Earl. In his revenge game. It never fails. Every time KU ascends to number one, the first thing they do, stub their toe. Didn't that happen about a decade ago when they went to Tennessee? It's happened a few times. I can remember a Tennessee game where I think yeah. KU was number one yeah. and lost. Yeah, it's happened before. So you've got no confidence? I, I, think, a, I think they win. I think six is my confidence level. They're the number one team in the country for a reason. Well, They're pretty dang good. They are pretty good. Give me the Jayhawks. Okay. Any other big news going on this weekend? I don't think so. I just hope my golf game's good on Sunday. Well, Steve, I don't know if we'll really be here to do any New Year's resolutions for next week. We'll probably be here, but probably no show beginning of the I thought next you weren't week. coming back all week. Well, until the 31st. Okay. But I don't want to do a show on New Year's Eve. No. People don't want to listen to us. Yeah. Do you have a New Year's resolution? Just live one more year. Just keep living each year. What about something you can improve on? My putting. Okay. I got to be So coming. what are, the, there's the resolution. Ball striking is never the problem. But then there's 
the execution. So what are you going to do to work on that putting? I'm going to start spending more time on the putting clock. Okay, that's not a bad idea. Yeah. What about in your work life? Anything else you want to do better? I sure I can do things better, but uh, I'm always learning, always trying to improve. Well, what are the specific? I got to let the people I, know you're trying. I I try. I think you try. I try. But sometimes those people, they tell me, they say, that's Steve Sell. He's lost it. He doesn't do anything. I've heard he's lost it. He that's... just sits in the back office and does nothing all day. Mutters to himself. Yeah, he, he, he does talk <laughs> to himself. So no other resolutions? I don't think so. I, I really haven't gotten that far yet. What's well, coming up? I know. <laughs> New Year's. Well, maybe maybe on the if we have a show on the thirtieth. I don't know if we have a show on the thirtieth, but uh, isn't that a Monday? It is. Okay, but we might not be around. Nobody wants to hear us. They're getting ready for twenty twenty. Well, what do you see in store in twenty twenty? Big I, year, t- double great vision twenty twenty. Big life changes possible. You oh, never know. Yeah. Wow. You just never know. It's going to be a fun year. Oh yeah. Hopefully some more state championships. Oh, that'd be great. Hopefully some more broadcasts. Hopefully some more fun. Yeah. We're trying to have fun. Yeah, we are fun. <laughs> I, I think we are fun. fun people. I think you and I are just jolly. Yeah, we are. Now, we're, if you come back here tonight at midnight, you might not think that Steve and I are very jolly we're after not a long trip jolly. down to Winfield. Winfield to come back. <laughs> They'll say, those two Scrooges at the radio station. I may, just, I may just post a story at midnight that says what the scores were, who the league scores were, and then come in and do a regular stories tomorrow. Stay fun. Stay, stay happy. Oh, yeah, we're happy people. Very happy. Yeah. We'll see you tonight, Steve. Shindig's going to be a fun time. Should be. Wrapping up today's According to Jim. For Steve Sell, I'm Jim Joyner. Thanks for listening to According to Jim. We'll talk to you tonight down at Winfield. According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell was brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmer State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. Make sure to listen to According to Jim every weekday from 1230 to 1 p.m. right here on 96.7 FM KBBE.